like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prudes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another BDSM United podcast. All dominants are tops, but not all tops are dominants. All submissives are bottoms, but not all bottoms are submissives. Huh? Both of these can be seen in BDSM educational material all over the internet and sometimes in some printed materials as well. These statements may have made it into quite a few published books, but at first glance, they seem to make sense of a difficult topic. But if you know the differences between dom and sub or a DS and top and bottom or TB, these, these myths quickly fall apart. See, there's a D in BDSM that sets dominance and submissives apart from more SM-related tops and bottom kinks. I like to say when you know the way a thing is, you don't have to teach all the things that it isn't. The D in BDSM stands for discipline. Uh, at a later time in BDSM history, people like to associate the D and the S with dominance and submission, but it is an unnecessary and much later addition. The D stands for, of BDSM stands for discipline. It makes up much of what a power exchange relationship can be outside of the bedroom. The very phrase in the bedroom is commonly used to note a top and bottom sex or top and bottom kink or both uh, relationship. And that doesn't always even have to be a relationship. In the bedroom can also be in the scene. If you're at a dungeon or a club or a play party, you may top and or bottom for someone that you're not in a relationship with. Just someone who knows how to perform a kink or knows or someone is performing a kink and you want to receive it from them. Within the scope of discipline, however, it's possible to have a dom and sub relationship where no topping or bottoming kinks occur. Yeah, you heard that right. Within the scope of discipline, uh, it's, it's possible to have a DS-type relationship where no topping and bottoming of kinks ever occurs. Outside of the bedroom in everyday life, some couples have rules and control and power exchange instead of kink. Something like a head of household, maybe, uh, or a 1950s-style power exchange may not, uh, or domestic discipline even, may not involve kink play. Oftentimes, this comes with rules and rewards that are related to increased or decreased privileges or tasks and chores instead of kink-related punishments and rewards. 
Well, it's more common these days for DS couples to have both discipline along with top and bottom kink. Like I said a moment ago, the 1950s head of household style DS relationship is an example of a DS without really any topping and bottoming. Some of those relationships, the people involved may not even ever have sex. They may sleep in separate beds. It may be more of a leave it to beaver relationship. <laughs> According to Submissive Guide, this type of power exchange can be a dominant and submissive relationship or a master slave, but doesn't necessarily have to be. Many times the descriptors are head of household and homemaker or simply husband and wife. It seats the male as the decision maker and the one in charge and the woman as one following the lead. A female-led male-follower relationship is often referred to as the reverse 1950s household and is completely valid as well. In many cases, the power exchange dynamic has the head of household as the sole and primary financial provider as well and the wife as the one in charge of domestic duties such as cooking, cleaning, child-rearing, and pampering, and uh, the work-weary husband. Examples of this fantasized relationship style can be seen through pop culture, such as television shows and movies of that 1950s, 60s era. Those seeking out a 1950s-style power exchange dynamic are seeking out the highly idealized image that's portrayed, which is not always reflective of the actual 1950s society, but, you know, we associate uh, that time frame and those fantasies with that type of relationship. It's oftentimes chasing a dream, trying to recreate the vision of a simple family life that's full of laughter, love, obedience, and everything fulfilling their identity. Or sorry, everybody fulfilling their unique identity. It doesn't have to be patriarchal, and it can certainly be reimagined by persons of any gender identity or sexual orientation. And it really doesn't have to be 1950s at all. You can simply have a dom-sub uh, relationship of any era without the topping and bottoming. You can have a DS that has no kink. You can have a DS that has no sex. You can have a dom-sub relationship that is unique to your relationship. Also remember that not all BDSM is sexual. You can have DS that's all about the structure and has no sex and no kink. I'm, I'm making all of these points for a reason. It's best to just define the terms for what they are. That top and bottom are different, not less valid, but different than dominant and submissive. We can stop relating them to one another because ultimately we're making it even more difficult to learn their meanings by doing so. A podcast like ours exists to help teach you our lifestyle and our culture. Uh, we're doing you no favors when we try to connect everything together for you. Sometimes we simply need to tell you what the words mean, and slowly along the way you'll build a vocabulary where you speak our language. 
I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for this BDSM United podcast where we learned one way that um, that that a power exchange relationship is different and may not include a top and bottom relationship. Therefore, it helped dispel the myth that topping and bottoming is any any way necessarily related to a dominant sub. You can top without being a dominant. You can bottom without being a submissive. In other words, the language, the, the language, and the um, the words mean totally different things. And linking them together isn't always necessarily helpful for people, even though a lot of resources like to do so. Uh, you can find all of our resources at www. Is that too many W's? No. www.bdsmunited.com. Uh, it was a joy speaking with you today, and uh, look forward to talking with you again soon.